Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. (laughs) Keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Hey, friends, I am doing double dutying um, today. I just finished recording my episode with Chelsea for the podcast and I'm super excited and um, I'm coming back from a a little bit of a hiatus too with all of you and uh, so thank you for bearing with me but it looks like a lot of people have been re-listening to um, episodes that have been out for a bit. Um, I've definitely seen like a lot of uh, bursts in growth so I appreciate everyone that's been tuning into stuff and before I even go into anything remember this is always in no sequential order. So if you're someone that's more recently joined the luxury of self-care family, please feel free to look back on any of the 153 episodes that I already have. Um, There's so much content and knowledge of different points in um, my lifetime or things that I was going through that could be of so much use, especially now going into um, an October season. Well, I guess we're done with October almost, but going into seasons again, um, this will be the third winter with the podcast. And I've still been calling it season three. I think I'm going to take a moment where I do a full break brand restructuring and kind of start to grab and um, work a little bit more with guests because I really miss that. And that's something that I kind of wanted to talk about today. Um, I'm going to have to edit Chelsea's a little bit more than just being able to pop on the mic, talk and, um, and, you know, listen back once or twice and fix a couple things and then post it. So that's the reason why you're getting, um, this solo from me today. But yeah, it was, it was really enlightening for me to, um, re-see that and something that I've been so grateful of and, um, proud of is this, is this piece is the luxury of self-care and, while Chelsea was here, she just kind of shared with me. She's like, I feel like you just have a lot going on. Um, you have so much going on. And uh, there's so many little, small, intricate things that take up a lot of your brain space and your creativity. Um, what would it be like if you were to drop one of those things off? And it was hard. It was really hard for me to think about that. I was like, do I not post on Instagram as much? Do I um, not podcast as often? And it is, it's really interesting for me to see that when I am surrounded by someone, when I'm not um, craving the social aspect of life and, you know, when Douglas is here, I'm not posting as much on Instagram. I'm taking video and stuff like that, but I'm not as fixated about the reels and whatnot. And while Chelsea was here, it was the same thing. Like I haven't posted um, many reels on my Instagram. Uh, I've been posting stories, of course, of like us being out, but I haven't necessarily dove, dove into that. Yeah, I haven't um, felt the need to, to do it as much. And and again, like while she was here, you know, I didn't want to force the podcast. So sometimes it's either I need to be in the state, she needs to be in the state, um, or like, you know, obviously I need it to be quiet in the, in the home. And when I'm not feeling it, I'm not driving, 
um, this whole thing is a creative outlet. So sometimes with that, there is no content to be produced. And when she had said all this to me, it made me think about it a little bit more. And I just was like, I don't know if I want to give up the podcast. I think that was something that like everyone had said, right, when we started podcast in the pandemic, those who, those of us who had um, or a project of sorts, you know, it was kind of like, well, when's this going to end? Like, when is life going to get so overwhelming again that you won't have time for that? And I don't want life to get too overwhelming for that. But what I do know is that the guests I do really crave and I know that you guys love them too because they're definitely the the higher listened episodes. And I believe that's the case because of the fact that most of them bring you to the show um, that you may have not have listened to it before. But I do love the solos because I think there are times for me to kind of um, say things that I feel like people really find super relatable. So one of those things being, um, and and I don't want to say this in a, in a poor way or a non-poor way, but, you know, being around um, whomever that you're with. I don't know. I haven't had a roommate in a very long time Um and Chelsea has been here. She's been a lovely guest. I'm going to lead with that. She's been a lovely guest. But but realizing how much time I actually do need to myself or when things start to get under my skin or when I get ticked off and just kind of taking note of that um, and realizing that I do that with my partner, right? My partner is my roommate. And there are many times that Doug and I, you know, just do things to tick each other off and um, not to push each other's buttons on purpose, but like it it is upsetting us or it is frustrating us. And and there have been, we had a lovely, lovely conversation this morning, which is why I wanted to pop on here and talk about that. Um, that was very positive and constructive and heartwarming and um, open and listening and compassionate and um, joy. There was a lot of joy. There was a lot of fun and laughter in our conversation. But we've had two like fairly long conversations where we kind of stick through um it when we're when we're arguing we don't kind of like just shut down and turn the phone off um we kind of like really get into it and get into the grid of it even if we're repeating and just saying things in a different way like we keep going and that had happened for two conversations and it was just hard and I think it's just because he's gone you know it's before it was like, I miss you, I miss you, I miss you every time he was gone. And now it's like, I miss you, I want you to get back so he can like kind of continue to move forward in our life and continue to work on some of these things that we want to accomplish um, over the next year or so. And and with all that, with all that frustration, something that I had really, really felt and been, been a word that's um, stressful and triggering for me is that, you know, again, Doug is being pushed back. And so he's being pushed back. He was pushed back for a few days. And now it's pushed back for even more like the the plane coming to replace them is and I don't I don't want to freak anyone out. But like their engine was on fire, you know, so they were dealing with that. There's just a lot of things that's happening. um, and, And struggles that they're having with the current plane that they're trying to bring over to replace Doug with. And and it's, it's, it's off. It sucks, you know, cause like I was very, very much looking forward to the fact that he was going to be home for his birthday, which is next Sunday. And I was trying to do a gathering for that. And then I found out that he probably wouldn't be home that day or if he would, it'd be super late and I probably wouldn't be able to get on base to get him. Um, so I was going to have to grab him the following day. And now it might be even later. And, you know, my father is treating me, which I didn't even 
um, I had not had it in my calendar, but he had treated me for a birthday gift um, tickets to go see Moulin Rouge. So I'm so excited because I'm going to see that finally in person. And um, I'm sad I'm not seeing the original cast, but I'm ecstatic that I can finally go see it. And we're doing a day trip um, for the matinee on a Wednesday. So I'm so looking forward to that. But, you know, I don't want to miss the opportunity to have like that pickup for Doug as well. Um, You know, they might have to like, you know, he might have to figure something out. But we we keep pushing and striving for all these things. So it's so triggering every time when it just gets pushed back again. And then of course he has a duty weekend the following weekend. So he'll be gone again the next weekend. And and I don't, I don't want to say this as a, as a, uh, oh God, a, here we go again, you know, and I guess I should get used to it at this point, but it's definitely a triggering thing. And I told Doug that, and he of course was just, you know, took this word and he was like, it's been so overused in the past few years, but I feel like it is what I'm feeling. I'm feeling triggered that you know my plans once again are being shaken and I should just always know that he's never going to be home the date that he's going to be home but it always frustrates me beyond belief when he's like yeah I'm only gone for five weeks and I'm like no you're gone for six weeks and then now it's going to be seven weeks so it's like you're gone for two months (laughs) and he's like I'll be gone for like a little over a month like a month and I'm like you'll be gone for two months and even though that doesn't sound long when you really like think about it, it isn't that long, but sometimes I feel like Lent, if any of you are Catholic, feels really long sometimes when you've given up something you really love. So sometimes those things can be hard and me giving up bacon or coffee is definitely not the same as giving up my husband um, being physically there. But sometimes those things are hard. But realizing the space that you're currently in, like what can you still I've always said, what can I still accomplish in this time? Like, what can I get out of the way? And, you know, Chelsea has made it so helpful for me while I've been here. And this is part of the things that we were arguing about is I was like, I know you're tired from like work and stuff like that. And you're tired from this, that and the other thing. But, um, you know, we had found a groove, but a majority, what it meant was like, I had to do majority of the housework. Um, because I had a job that was a little bit more free and I'm a little bit more of a clean freak. So my level of cleanliness and like what I wanted to do kind of fell on me and I didn't feel like we were splitting the household chores as much and I was getting flustered and I pushed back a lot of things that I needed to do post-wedding like thank you cards. And yes, I know I've been doing the podcast and I've done a million reels and TikToks based on the wedding and I could have prioritized the thank you cards first, but um, while Chelsea's been here, she's like, why don't you let me cook and you bang out like 10 more? Why don't you? So like, I've been very excited because the majority of them have gotten sent out and it just makes me feel good because it felt like it was this huge stress. And I'm thinking in my head, like it's been four months and I still haven't sent these thank you cards out. And my family, um, my dad's side, lovely as they are, (laughs) were just being a little passive aggressive about it the other day that they still hadn't gotten the thank you card because all it would be would be that it said thank you and they would throw it in the trash. Of course, mine were all personalized and, um, you know, I I just wanted to do it that way and I was waiting for them to come in. Then I wrote a bunch and then I never addressed those. So sometimes we put things on the back burner and all we have to do is like carve away at it little by little. And something that Chelsea helped me do while she was here was she was like, listen, I'm going to write down today. She's like, we're going to, we're getting shit done. Like we're going to get shit done. Um, And I know that 
this is really great that my friends do this for me and they help me navigate time management. But um, I sometimes like want Douglas to do the same for me. And again, that's a me thing. That's a me issue. I need to do it for myself. He shouldn't have to do it for me. But my friends do know this. And like sometimes when I like list off and rant everything, they're like, oh my God. And they kind of pull me in and they're like, let's do this now. We'll do this later. And they, they helped kind of keep, they help keep me on this direct path. And so she had pulled this paper out. And this is something that I had talked about on the podcast before. There's um, many different versions of this, but she had pulled a piece of paper out and she's like, so one thing that I hear come up all the time, every time I visit it is you with this carpet. Um, and I need, you need, like, we need to start on it. Doug already did one room. Um, you know, you guys worked on it together then. And then I'm going to do another section. So she did the stairs and she like ripped up all the carpet and then she like sucked it all up with a shop vac. Um, and she had done that in like, I'm going to do this first then this, then this. And it took her a little over two hours. And during that time, she was like, you're going to start, you're going to do admin work. You're going to do a 10 minute meditation, take a reset, a, re a pause. And then you're going to do an hour of admin work. But right when I got into the nitty grittiness of the admin work, you know, I had to start the next thing. But it also kept me from getting sucked into something like, you know, Instagram for a little bit while I was trying to do administrative work that that requires my phone and utilizing social media um, and trying to find like menus or different stuff that current accounts are doing that I follow. And so she had had me do that. And then immediately after that, I went over and um, had to start doing some of my thank you cards. And lo and behold, after all this time she's been here, um, some nights too, she'll cook dinner and she's like, or let me cook breakfast. And while I'm doing that, you're going to bang out a couple more cards, as I said. And I've been able to pretty much accomplish almost all of them that by the time she leaves on Wednesday, next weekend, um, on Saturday, I can have the other half because I dropped off the last half on Friday um, but I, I will be finished with them and and I'm so grateful that they're finally getting done and I shared with Doug I just said you know it just would be so helpful for me to be able to accomplish more things if you did blank and I phrased it um, in his words wrong um, you know that it, it just came off as attacking and so I think sometimes when we're talking to our partners about um, creating space for us to be able to accomplish something that's like stressing us out, um, how do we approach that with ease and still get what we want? And I think from what I've gathered, the phrase more looks like these things are really weighing me down that still haven't gotten done. Um, what did you want to accomplish this weekend? Because it would be really helpful for me if you could do this and this so I can accomplish this and this um and I've done that for Doug you know I'm like okay well I'll, I'll just take on all the cleaning or I'll cook so you can like check your emails for something that the Navy's supposed to be sending him you know before he had to go on this trip or why don't you study and do your home inspector stuff for x amount of hours and I will take the dog out and like you know go ahead and groom her and all this stuff and give you some quiet time in the house and just doing these things and observing and and I, I wanted him to also just understand and observe and like realize that him making these actions um, and these observations makes me feel seen and and loved and respected. Not that he doesn't love and respect me in so many beautiful ways on his own, but those are things that really work for me and jive with me. And, you know, there's a lot of things that I do in the house that if I didn't do them, they would not get done, you know, 
the amount of times that I do different stuff with the dog and this, that, and the other thing. And my job allows me to have a little bit more of that freedom um, when I create my own schedule to be able to handle a little bit more than like going somewhere and having to check in and clock in. But with all that, um, having Chelsea back here made me realize that you know, we're always in a different place and everything that we ever have to say or talk about or complain about is always valid, even if someone else is going through something like completely different and it's a sensitive topic for them. So I, I led with ease with a lot of things with Chelsea and I was like, I really hope that this isn't, you know, triggering for you that I'm bitching about this and I know that like you're going through all these different things right now. And um, and just finding this word and this is the phrase I used for my yoga class this week and last Miko is just all over the place right now she's freaking out um calm down <laughs> yes she's so cute she's like my child but I feel like this word contentment has come up a lot and just realizing instead of me seeing the house in this way of the endless projects and the frustrations I still have because there are a lot um, and price points of them, you know, is what really freaks Doug out, I know. But being content that, like, I have the house. And I've talked about this recently, too. And and being um, grateful for all those things and and looking back and realizing, you know, Every time, like, Miko has a mistake or something like that or an accident, like, I get, you know, we used to get so frustrated. And I'm like, but look how far, you know, she's come to. And, like, what stuff has she learned? And and the same with us in our relationship. When we're arguing about one thing, it's like, okay, we're still finding this argument. Like, we still need to work on some of this stuff um, and still navigate through that. But contentment was this word that kept coming up that I knew that I needed to be a little bit more open to. And it's this elusive ideal that we're striving for. And sometimes it looks different for me than it will look for Douglas or, you know, a friend of mine. And for some of us, it's just the ability to sit quietly and to meditate or um, do yoga. And for other people, um, contentment is like, grabbing that grabbing gravitating into that hustle bustle life and um traveling whenever you feel like it um you can do it that way like you can be content by doing whatever you want to do um and other people are just like curl up with their cup of coffee and kind of enjoy their morning content and um yoga and all this power yoga and my meditations and all these different things like that helps us get closer um to this word contentment because we all share um, in any of those practices um, about bringing forth every ounce of gratitude that we can harvest and we can find ourselves a little closer to finding that true place of contentment. So it's not easy to remove ourselves from the distractions. You know, I listen to podcasts typically on walks with my dog um, or longer car rides if I don't have a friend to catch up with. But if you can remove yourself from those everyday distractions, even though I post on it and I do all that too, um, but still finding time to remove yourself from the Instagram and the TikTok and scrolling is very, very tempting. But knowing that every little bit of presence matters. So knowing that like I had that hour each time she was doing each thing for me and reminding myself that my presence um, and, and trying to 
finish and accomplish things um, matter. So even if you grab your mat, um, you know, for just 15 minutes or you decide this week is the first week that you're going to do one meditation um, for 10 minutes or for 15 minutes, just one time this week, you might find yourself that much closer to feeling this calmness and getting out of your mind and getting out of your body can help foster this safe, cozy environment for your soul. And that's exactly what we need this time of year. It's like been a rainy day today. You know, all we want to do is like live in our sweatpants and be cozy. And, um, but sometimes that meditation, like just when I woke up this morning, I, I did my meditation for the first time, just 10 minutes since Chelsea has arrived. And it just made me feel so much less short tempered or like easily, like, you know, infused and nothing as bad has happened with Chelsea being here. But I know that like, there are just things that like, I'm like, when you're in your own space and stuff like that, that you just do a certain way and you can be easily, you know, ticked off. It's the same. And I'm not angry, but like, it's the same thing with Doug. It's, we have to navigate every time he comes back, how to like live with each other again. I know that that sounds so crazy. Um, cause we've lived together for so long, but we do. So me taking that 10 minutes a day helped me kind of empower myself and, and stay present and stay, um, content and grateful that Chelsea was here instead of, um, you know, like maybe something small that just like easily frustrated me or something like that. Um, so we hope that all of this kind of gives us a little bit more tranquility and peace, but I want to leave you with a quote today. And, um, this is one of those episodes a little bit more intuitive And so I wanted to share with you a quote that I had used this week that meant a lot to me. And I know I am pronouncing this wrong, but it is spelled L-A-O-T-Z-U. So Laozu, I want to say, is how how I, I think it is to be pronounced. But the quote is, be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way that things are. When you realize that there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. So I broke this quote down. Be content with what I have. I'm married happily. Um, I have a home. I have a car. I have a dog that loves us. I am on my third cycle after coming off of an IUD that like my body is on track if we want to have kids um, we have money in the bank account we have jobs um, we have potential for other jobs or Douglas has potential for other jobs we have love in our life um, we, we have family uh, who care about us you know all these things that I should be content with on a, on a daily basis instead of all the things that I don't have um, rejoice in the way that those things are so being happy not picking those fights with my husband or reacting to my parents when they push my buttons um or being frustrated about everything in this house and just wishing we never bought it that goes wrong um rejoicing in the fact that I have those things and then when I realize that these are things that I wanted for a very long time and nothing is truly lacking it's just going to be adulting as it is um the world does. It it belongs to me, you know, as it belongs to you. So 
sit down, write this week about that, meditate on that quote. Um, Again, be content with what you have. Rejoice in the way that things are. And when you realize that there is nothing lacking, the whole world belongs to you. And meditate on that or journal about that this week um, or just say it as a mantra before you go to bed. <laughs> but try try to incorporate that and be grateful for all those things that you have around you and this ideal word of contentment. Um, I'm so frustrated that Doug won't be coming home but I'm content with the fact that he's getting paid an additional week while he's there. I can feed myself. I have my friend in town that's keeping me company. Um, I'll have another week to myself to accomplish some more things here on my own before he's back and I get distracted and want to spend time with him. So being content with that extra time, even though it's a frustrating trigger as well. There are always a way, there's always a way to flip that narrative. So I hope that this podcast helps again Anytime anything super duper responds to you and you're like, it's ringing in your ear and you feel like taking a screenshot of the episode, posting it to your social media, tagging me, that truly helps me continue to grow the show. Um, Share the show with your friends. Share your favorite episode with your friends. Please write me a podcast review on Apple if you haven't done so already. Throw me those five stars and uh, just keep tuning in. I'm so grateful for all of you. And um, I am absolutely content with where this podcast is at. (laughs) I will talk to you all next week. You will be able to hear uh, Chelsea's episode. We recorded for so long. Um, I may split it up into two weeks just to kind of really break it up a bit. Because I think you're truly going to love it. So please tune in. Come back for that. And I will see you all then. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the Universal film Anastasia. Or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.